everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. We are looking at volume 26 from July 1991. And on the cover we have Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Great movie, game no one ever played. Seriously, did you say great movie? I love that movie, the Kevin Costner one. Oh, that is garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah Will, Will Scarlet, the, the, be, the best Christian Slater performance ever. It's got, hey, Robin, it's, we gotta go take Nottingham Castle back from the from Guy Gisburn <laughs> and the Sheriff of Nottingham. It's got freaking Morgan Freeman in it. it uh, that, that doesn't that make it good. As a Muslim, that is, that is great. You know, <laughs> Maybe Allah, yeah, you know Allah said the wise man always... Turns to the to the council of others. You're like nasally Jewish Morgan Freeman right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that may, maybe you don't want to let that out too much because Trump might ban Morgan Freeman if he finds out he played. He found out if he finds out he plays a Muslim in a movie. <laughs> yeah, this Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is the only movie where I think the parody version was better. <laughs> well, yeah, Men in Tights. Men in Tights is amazing, but I, I mean, I right. think Ro- you are Robin really starting up. to piss me off, Robin. I mean, if I was I you, and I was, I'd be more worried about getting pissed on. Part of the Chappelle, I genius. am a Jew. This is my son, a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a Jew's <choose> black? <laughs> um, or, or yeah, or a Blinken or whatever. Yeah, I have place. a mole. <laughs> um, you change I mean, your yeah, name to Latrine. Yeah, I think, used to I be shit halves. Part of it is love the it kind of showing up. Hey, yeah, Bert. <laughs> <I'm bad. laughs> it gets washed into like I think the the wake of Braveheart of that era. Like I mean, because Braveheart's so good and it's kind of in that same vein of like. Here's my pro- here's my problem with it. Kevin Costner is terrible. He's a terrible Robin Hood. Come on, okay, he's awful. I guess that's true. He's not a great. He's in the pantheon of people that have played Robin Hood. Yeah, it's uh, he's not. And on the top what's of the idea of bringing in a witch? Like I, okay. The, to me, the best Errol, the best Robin Hood movie is the Errol Flynn one from the '30s, <laughs> followed closely second by the Disney one with the foxes. Mm. Okay, so apparently I've been shut down, but I still think it's a decent movie, so, you know, whatever. But <laughs> screw you bitches, I'm going home. But, <laughs> oh, we respect you your know. wrong opinion. <laughs> oh, yes. We'll hear you out, <laughs> then shut right. down. And so what else? We have uh, Robin Hood on the cover. Yes, uh, we've been just talking about that. <laughs> and no Kevin Costner, because why would the, why would the studio well, uh, support this game? So he's got the... Well, um, no, I think this is based on the movie. I mean, Yeah, so why would the studio movie. support this game? Because <laughs> we don't get to see Kevin Costner's face or anybody's well, face, really. All right, whatever, fine. Except the horse. You get to see Kevin Costner's mullet, uh, wearing all brown, literally all brown. <laughs> he's got, he's got, horse. so you don't he's see got the shit. black shoulder pads on. Come on, is that a set photo in the background? <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I don't know what that is, but they've done a pretty cool little. Like basically, the foreground is animated, but the the foreground is either a model or a very far shot of the set from the movie. I'm not sure. I'd say the set. I can't imagine this detail going into a set just for a magazine cover. Well, yeah. Obviously, they have some sort of old English photo, but I don't know if it was like, you know. I just love how Robin Hood is supposed to live in Sherwood Forest amid all the green, and he's covered in brown. So I guess he's supposed to, like, (laughs) blend in with dead trees. It's a sign. 
He's shit. As, as Deadpool would say, he wore the brown pants. He did. Okay, moving on in. We're skipping past the uh, advertisements because we've seen it a million times. It's the uh, the Wolfman one. We had the power line, and we have a lovely little illustration of a, a kid out outside of a Nintendo corporate um, in Seattle. Robert, I guess I should say Redmond, Washington, ogling and uh, a frosting at the mouth over a uh, Super Nintendo unit that he's holding in his hands. Since it has wearing a hat that says 16-bit. And since it hasn't been released yet, I can assume that he just stole it out of the lab and he's just like, it's mine. And then I like the little effect of uh, the city of Seattle actually floating on the cloud in the background in the sky (laughs) for some reason. And they have the American flag blowing like the wrong way for the animation for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's correct in that they have the flag pulled. The the wind could just be blowing the other way. There you go. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like why would you do that? If you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna illustrate it one way, you, would you not have the stars on the left and the stripes on the right? Oh, if, if you're gonna draw a kid happy to have a Super Nintendo, it should at least have a game and a controller in it. Otherwise, this thing is fucking useless. <laughs> to him. Well, you don't know what he's gonna do with the uh, the game port when he gets home. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, oh. Okay. Was there anything else in the power line you guys saw? Uh, Well, apparently, we're going to be introduced to the InfoGenius series of productivity packs. Can't wait to get to that. Oh, boy. Ooh, this, like, stole your anticipation. Here, like, in the, we get to see this one's Game Boy review. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. Just like the NES version. They should have ended the sentence right there. Ben just had a, a flat, like a Nam flashback to playing through that game on the NES. Did you hear that? Like he's just he's just crawling into that was either like a mega orgasm or like he stroked out there for a little bit. He had like a reverse <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> Semen went back up into him. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, anyway, yeah. In the table of contents, you can tell this is not the uh, not the best month. Uh, for games, they're they're all holding off. Until, uh, <laughs> oh boy, the, the screenshot of Robin Hood is fucking priceless. We have a brown guy with a brown handle holding a, a axe, with a brown <laughs> shirt, brown pants, on a brown floor, with a brown <laughs> background next to a brown table. Nice. <laughs> it's like, and then facing did, did, did off against Kevin the, Robin Hood, did they forget the all brown? Did they forget the Nintendo has more colors? I guess I I don't know. It's awful looking. Um, yeah, then Kevin Costner is over there on the sidelines with like a hand in his pocket, wearing all brown as well. <laughs> Why is his hand in his pocket? It looks like he's smoking a cigarette, just chilling. Oh, and then yeah. uh, what else we have? And why does the mermaid? table look like it has a rob on the legs of the oh, table? A little bit, yeah. That's the best feature of the whole thing, I think. Yeah. You found it. Uh, so yeah, Rocking Cats, which no one remembers. Little Mermaid, uh, sure. Bill and Ted, and we have more Super NES uh, preview coverage because that's what this whole year's been about. Like, just Pretty get much. to the Super Nintendo already. And so we have a, uh, a game shot of uh, the uh, intro screen from Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it and, for the oh, contents, I'd say. Oh, we look at the Info Genius. And we get to see a note that someone is making, and it says, Super NES is coming soon. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, wait, what does that say? So, Game Tech 
Now you can take a personal pod- portable info. Yeah. So what it's like you basically like a planner. You turn your Game Boy into a Blackberry apparently. Oh. Yeah, okay. but without the connectivity, so it's useless. All right, anyway, okay, so <laughs> player's pulse. You can take no- notes now using the D-pad. Or, or you can just carry a piece of paper like the rest yes. of the world. Well, before you before you before everybody before you get a cell phone that you have to hit three times just to get an R to show up on your fucking screen, now you can use your Game Boy instead. Yeah, by the speaking of taking your cell phone every, everywhere, I'm going to go back to my third grade teacher who, when I was learning multiplication tables and said this is stupid, she says you won't be able to carry a calculator everywhere with you for the rest of your life and just be like, bam, fuck fucking you, iPhone, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Mrs. Pyfron. You know what's stupid? I'll tell you what's stupid. It's calculus. You know what really grinds my gears? Calculus. <laughs> Uncle Ben's like, like, Corner says, this is for nerds. It's worthless and shouldn't be tied in school because there's no need- practical application I mean, for it. I tell you every day I'm trying to find the area under a curve. I can't tell you how many times we've had to differ- differentiate. I need uh, to find the inverse hypotenuse of this uh, parallelogram. i got to find a polynomial equation here. <laughs> I can't I tell you every, how many times I'm trying to balance my checkbook and I'm trying to find a, <laughs> the... Uh, yeah. What am I going to do? I mean, what am I going to do with all these fucking integers? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of those, like, it's one of those things... School's really about learning how to learn, <laughs> I think, is sort of the argument that, that you would have to counter that. Like, learning how to approach those issues and, and like, tackle yeah, them, I think, is really... The what, broken education but, system is all about forcing you to remember shit rather than learning how to analyze and utilize things at your disposal now. Like, Well, I think that's more what I, I would... If I, if I was trying to explain to a kid like why they're oh i don't need to know like all all this stuff well no you don't really i mean obviously there's a like you know very few adults remember how to you know do advanced vector calculus or anything like that but you do need to learn how to access this when you will need it if you need it or just how to approach like i think that's really the key that people don't get until it's kind of too late a lot of times is how do i approach a complex issue and like break it down and learn it myself. Like that's really what school's about more than anything else is how do I approach things? How do I problem and, solve? Yes. Yeah. They should and, teach you how to and, solve problems rather than get this horrible system of like forcing you to just memorize shit. Sometimes people well, yeah, have great I mean, memories, but they have good instant comprehension. And those people are unfairly graded or terrified right. or mm-hmm. mis uh miseducated. Do you feel you're underappreciated, Mike? Is that where is that the vein we've hit? <laughs> anyway, okay. But we have so much useless knowledge to share. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to us for hours about some Japanese semen game. All right. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of useless knowledge, let's move on to the Players mailbox. Pulse. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> we've got a lot of uh, letters here t- from people talking about either their kids or uh, parents. So apparently, before Facebook came out, people still wanted to talk about their fucking kids. <laughs> of course. So they have some cute <laughs> pictures of uh, kids with Game Boys and Nintendo controllers and such, and uh, some letters from saying, "Hey, here, you know, our four-year-old gave our three-year, three-week daughter uh, the controller, and isn't that a cute picture?" Kind of thing. So there's some cute photos in here of kids. I like- it's like when my my parents woke up one morning and like I'd hauled my sister because uh, I was about five, so because she's 
like you know five years younger than me and apparently i'd like hauled her out of her crib and and we were watching sesame street together like i plopped her down in front of the tv <laughs> and and my parents said i took an egg and put it next to her head and they're like why did you like <laughs> why is there an egg and i'm like in case she gets hungry like my five-year-old version of myself thought you know hey like get her get that ready for her i guess i don't know uh, yeah sort of this is the the nintendo version of that i guess no i see i thought it, you were trying to remember about the uh, shaken baby syndrome because they <laughs> no. use eggs to show like what happens to the brain when like, you shake a baby well i shook her a fair bit and she's somewhat okay so hmm. i guess you know just as good as you then Oh <laughs> well, I did find one letter that I want to read. I don't know about you. This is okay. Grandma the Gamester. My name is Mark. I have a grandma who was babysitting my sister and I one night while we were playing our nest. I asked if she wanted to play with us, and she said, "No, that's for kids." Later, we went to bed. In the middle of the night, I woke up because I heard beeping. Grandma was on level four of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe her life support cable like unhooked. <laughs> Help! Uh, I fall um, and I can't get up. Yeah, that's like a Pokemon. All right. Um, and then there's yeah, another like another the, old guy letter here. The senior strategist. Uh, Take it away. Uh, so the James DeLong of Birmingham, Alabama, or Birmingham Al writes in saying uh, he's 15 and uh, he figured that his grandfather wouldn't be good at games, but he uh, he's really wrong. He's 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 shown his skill at te- Tetris clacks spot and golf so he likes the puzzle games and like golf which all old people like so he can play them all with only one hand because he had a stroke oh <laughs> i feel bad at making fun of him uh and uh he's uh really good at the puzzle games that's what he's saying so good for him i mean um, the action yeah, games he, are, the action games aren't so good for people that only have one yeah hand. you know what it's fun. i actually have a friend, um, he, he has only, uh, because of like a, a palsy or something, I, I've never actually asked, but like he has only real full use of one hand, and he beat me at Madden worse than anyone has beaten me at Madden. Uh, so, um, you can, you can, you can overcome that, and you can become pretty good with one hand if, if you grow up, you know, with a controller. Uh, but yeah, it's not, it's definitely not easy to play a lot mm-hmm. of. But I could definitely see someone like that being, you know, pretty darn good with puzzle games. And maybe he just would have enjoyed puzzle games by themselves anyway, so. But you basically, like, spread your index and pinky, or your thumb and pinky, like, across the controller. You can you can kind of. Oh, yeah, the NES uh, control was so. good for uh, for one-handed play. Well, like when This was, like, a 360, but yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. I said, I said Madden, not NES, so. <laughs> there weren't Madden but, games yeah. for the NES? No. I don't think so. Madden only came out. PlayStation? Uh, well, I think the first ones were on the Super Nintendo, but they really oh, yeah. hit their stride. In the... Anyway, so, Ben, do you want to do the... Yeah. Well, I guess I, guess I should have done this, because I do the destroyed hardware, but anyway. Oh, let me, no, let me do the last one here. Well, no, yeah, you should. All right. <laughs> so, Stefan Scoggins of Oklahoma City writes in, Enclosed are the remains of my one-time comforter, playmate, and rejuvenator, Game Boy. As a police officer in Oklahoma City and a registered nurse serving in Operation Desert Storm, I faced many perils. Fortunately, this uh, this Game Boy, several game packs, and sundry, and other personal items were the only casualties claimed by a fire while I was stationed in the Middle East. I'm probably not the first to ask, but is it possible to get a replacement? And um, so I've actually seen this in person at the Nintendo World uh, store in New York City. It is a uh, Game Boy that has been like charred to a uh, crisp, it looks like. 
and somewhat melted so that the uh, buttons are fused on and, and don't press and the speaker looks kind of mushy and it's all blackened and charred. And uh, so Nintendo writes back to her and they said they just for as a, as a as a test, they popped in a, a Tetris game pack in the back and hit the switch and ping, it came on. <laughs> so yeah. it still somewhat worked. I guess the screen didn't display if, anything. If they just ripped out the guts, replaced the, if they just like took the guts out, replaced the screen and gave it a shell with with buttons that move. See, when I when work. I read this, mm-hmm. I thought he took it to like the his deployment and it melted in the desert. But no, it was a fire like at the police station, I guess is it says why they were what, stationed so, in the Middle East. Yeah, so it was during Operation Desert Storm. Well, right, no, but like in Oklahoma it was, City, he left it at home, and there was a fire oh, at home. He was okay. a registered and, nurse, say, uh, serving in Desert Storm. Oh, yeah, man. but like this didn't go with with him. Oh, the it fire stayed was. home, and there was a fire at home, and it melted the Game Boy. I like the idea so, of like a terrorist blowing. Uh, yeah, and I was like, well, if you know, because we live in the desert, if I if I go out in the monsoon that's here today, and my Game Boy gets hit, do I get a new free one? Is what I want to know. Like, I don't know that you're right about that. That's I, a desert. It, that's a desert storm too, right? I think it says it says Stefan's Game Boy from the Middle East. So it sound. I think it was out there. Whether it was no, stationed it there. says. Says when we received Stefan's Game Boy from the Middle East. No, yeah, they were wrong. Like, if you read what he wrote here, he says, mm-hmm. "Maybe the fire. It doesn't define it. The fire was out there it while it was deployed. Fire while I was stationed. In yeah, the but that doesn't. Yeah, but that, he doesn't, doesn't say that if it was at home or if it was like. True. Well, they're yeah. okay. They're assuming, and let's just assume that it was during Desert Storm because that's why they sent him a new one. They said, yeah. Either way, it's probably Desert good. Storm courtesy. <laughs> it's. Yeah. It's pretty good that they're yeah. replacing Yeah, the fire says older. while he was stationed, so we don't know if it was like, while well, if it got burned up at home while he was in the Middle East, or if it got burned up with him in the Middle East. Yeah, I figure if it got burned in the Middle East, it probably would have got trashed, though. Would be, I don't think, why would you, why would you ship that back? Because it survived mm-hmm. a fire with you? But he didn't, he didn't know it worked until he, they tested s- it. He sent it to they Nintendo. They would have they would have just they would have just trashed it is my point like I I'm betting it, it got burned in Oklahoma I think he wanted too much in this conspiracy. I think he wanted his money back or I want the boy. truth damn it he wanted a Game Boy so he figured if I send if I show them this charred motherfucker they yeah, just probably took like a, me a fucking being a soldier fucking torch defending to it. them from the evils of Saddam yeah and 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 hanging out with my good buddy Mr Bin Laden I bet he's just, just gonna, I bet he just found like a crappy one at a flea market and just torched it and sent it in. Saying Next thing you're gonna say is you're gonna say that the World Trade Center should have been made out of Game Boys and not steel beams. <laughs> yeah, because apparently jet fuel doesn't melt. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. All right. You know. You know. It's an inside job. You, know, you can say what you want, but that rubble still turned on afterwards. That's right. <laughs> Look at that. What do we? Who do we elect after after Bush? Obama, a Muslim. <laughs> Sounds a little bit all like right. Osama. Coincidence? Yeah, I think not. I think not. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Trump will fix everything. I seriously was was was. I'm not to get too political, but I was shocked that America uh, uh, voted for someone named Obama when, like, we had been hunting down Osama. You know? Yeah. I was well, like, maybe, oh shit, maybe, they, get, they got past it. it I'm, I'm shocked. It, maybe know? there were people that were voting that just really hated the World Trade Center and uh, <laughs> wanted to vote accordingly, thinking they're voting for. Bin Laden, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there okay. was a it was a brief lull in America's stupidity. 
<laughs> oh. oh, they're back now, though. Yeah, the, ra- the now. yeah, the racism was on the wane back then, but it's back nice and make America racist again. That's, that's there was a really interesting. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell had a thing about. Um, there's actually an uptick in racism in in like Democrats after Obama was elected because the theory is that oh well I elected a black guy it's okay to like I you know I'm cool with black people now like there's sort of like a rationalization process that goes along with that. How do um, they test for that? Is it like a blood test? A racist <laughs> blood test? I don't know. Yeah, I think they I think they put on that TV show Blackish and see how fast you change the channel. <laughs> I don't know. No, you just you, know, you just watch the news and see how quickly it how quickly it takes on them to go. Well, that's what you get when you don't comply right away. How quickly the movie, how quickly the word Tyler Perry makes you uh, turn away from something. <laughs> I says. thought that's what the what the new candidate was when I saw the logo. It was like TP twenty sixteen. Uh, All right, Tyler Perry's finally making a bid. Have you seen the gif of the of the of the Trump thing that's slowly inserting itself into into the? Let me find this. Yeah, did you see, the, have you seen that? Did, did you see that crazy oh. Japanese video with Trump, where it just shows this Japanese girl yes. in her bed and she's got Trump posters everywhere? And yes, I saw that. Oh, did and you, he's like, did you see Tom, with the Nazi symbols behind him, yeah. and he looks like the Fuhrer? Uh, no, this one is where she's uh, like she's. Well, I just riding, sent, I just sent it to you guys. She's so riding through the stars on this. Uh, on this Trump head, and <laughs> she's like, like looking at his face, and <laughs> that's pretty good. They already got rid of that logo. Yeah, because of this. Because <laughs> he's, he's fucking the beat. <laughs> anyway, um, all I know okay. is I need TP for my bunghole. Yeah, I just like okay, the moving uh, on. Like Trump, need, yeah, of, well, uh, Trump needs to make a uh, like a rap video <laughs> to uh, to appeal to to the foreigners, like. Yes, because that's what Trump wants to do. My name's Trump. I'll make you shake your rump. (laughs) Speaking of rumps. Well, it's better than than what he's been doing so far. So speaking of getting... It's time to put the uh, white man back in power and give social progress a golden shower. (laughs) Speaking of white men, let's talk about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yep. So this is the game... Uh, from Arcadia. I'm sorry, how could, how could you miss the best thing in the mailbag? The counterfeiters nabbed really? thanks to agents' oh, yeah, tips. That was, oh, I didn't know. Back yeah. in February, yeah. we asked agents to blow the whistle on counterfeit game packs, and thanks to the Not many who do. did, it's working. Reports on the phonies called and mailed in from across the country are helping us put a stop to the distribution of misleading and inferior game packs masquerading as genuine Nintendo products. Keep those reports coming. If you see you know what I have to say to that? Of titles, possibly 100 or more in one game pack, be suspicious. Then finger a fraud. <laughs> no. Not to continue by with conspiracy theory. By sending us, but, the uh, aid, sending us the ad you saw. Mario says, Gazi! Not to continue the uh, conspiracy theory here, but you notice that the, the background of this little section is pink? Mm-hmm. As in pink Okami? <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say to this is snitches get stitches, bitch. You know what? You don't you don't turn in people. F- fucking goddamn it. You yeah, know guns what? don't kill people. I want a game pack that plays 100 things. Guns don't turn in people. That's why I bought my freaking retro, retro pie thing. Like I, 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 I love stealing from people. It's great. So fuck you, Nintendo. Speaking of stealing, let's move on to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> All right. 
How was that? <laughs> that was fucking great. All right. All right. So I have uh, screenshots here that say action, drama, role playing, and sword play. <laughs> and shitty graphics. Using... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... what the hell? They like. They, apparently, super, apparently, Superman is fighting Little John on a log. So you've got uh, in the action category, looks down like a top-down isometric kind of view. That looks kind uh, of okay. Role playing looks like uh, Diablo. The game operation. I think it looks um, like Diablo with a uh, with items that you can drag over the parts, like the helmet over the head, which is kind of cool. Drama, which has like Trump delivering an address to the game. <laughs> make make <laughs> make lo- saw, make Loxley like Ford Hasselhoff. Yeah, make make Loxley Ford make Nottingham great again. <laughs> and uh, then they have swordplay, which actually looks okay. Like I said, it looks, graphics for this it looks game like, yeah, that actually does look kind of. It cool. looks like Superman fighting. <laughs> so from this discussion, I take none of us have played this game. No, well, as you can see, Kevin Costner with his hand in his pocket again, holding a sword up straight up in the air instead of pointing it at the guy <laughs> that's coming straight at him. <laughs> yeah, because fuck this game. I love the uh, look at the stats on here, like the memory one meg by one meg. And MMC one, so the cheapest cartridge they could find with the cheapest memory, with the lowest amount of memory mm-hmm. possible. So this is published by Virgin Games and developed by Arcadia. More Part of them, more like a, yeah, more like a Virgin Games. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, the like this coverage. So there's the standard mode, dueling mode, and melee mode. And all of them look terrible. Yeah, I think this is definitely the case of middle of summer. Like, so there's like an overhead view mode, but it's like Zelda, I guess. I don't ish. know. I don't know. Again, this for definitely... special duels, as detailed. Well, we've got like half the issue is this thing. So yeah, but definitely, definitely <laughs> falls in the category of if this had been out like when the system was new, it would have done well. I, don't, I just think it came too late. We came to expect well either. We came to expect better after seeing Capcom and well, uh, and what I'm getting at here is like the maps are. I don't know what they like the the contrast on these images are. It's damn near unusable. You can't see where anything is. I like the dueling mode because uh, with the shitty color sprites, you can't even see Robin here. All right. All you see is like Guy of Gisborne just standing there looking at nothing while Robin is standing on brown dirt with his brown pants and in front of green grass with his green shirt. So yeah. he's he's invisible. And then uh, melee mode has a pink and purple polka dotted background, which makes me want to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, that doesn't hurt my eyes. <laughs> well, that makes sense for you. <laughs> um, in the so you start off in the Arab dungeons, so it follows the whole movie. I'm guessing. Yeah, it it does look like it sticks um to the sequence that the movie laid out. So there we go. Duel the jailer. I totally thought that was. Uh, I was hoping that was going to be um, a, jail- a Freeman. A jailer named Duel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Duel the jailer. All right. So it looks like it's got the overhead view for like moving around between places and once you have to fight someone then it switches to the to the side uh, mm-hmm. view or the dueling view as it were mm-hmm. you return to Lossy Castle blah 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 falling asleep I think I played <laughs> this I think I played this on the Game Boy or something 
I think at some point I'm gonna skip. I like page nineteen with the they have the cast of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they have the cast at some point Mm -hmm. depicted here. Oh, look at uh, page twelve, ride like the wind, Mm -hmm. where you get to see them riding on horses, and then you have a lovely screenshot with a cutscene, and good fucking luck reading it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. God, let's see if I can blow that up. This game looks awful. They're they're right behind us. He must ride or die. He's a ride or die bitch. Yeah. Look at the look at the bottom screenshot. This is fucking hilarious. Look at the horse. The horse is like face down, ass up in the drink. That's the way I like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the two life crew going on there. Alright. Um, That's a horse? Yeah, there's the a horse like 13? collapsed. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's talking about bottom of twelve. Yeah, the horse oh, collapsed. Right. The horse collapsed in the drink, and he's ready to either that or he's presenting to the sheriff's men as a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Robin, you get I off me. I can't tell which end of the horse is which in the screenshot. I literally can't tell which is the tail and which is the head. The yeah, head as long is as he's willing puddle. to receive, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch out for the people teeth. That's the problem. Yeah. With <laughs> All yeah. right. You know, you break them off, they'll just grow back. Is the problem? <laughs> oh my god! All right. As long as, as long as you got a hammer, you'll be fine. And so then, you, shut up. Then you get. You get <laughs> Mike knows about gum jobs. Uh, John, John, little John. They call it John Little, not Little John, which is weird. But John Little demands a toll. Isn't, and uh, that's the scene from the movie where is, he has isn't to like, he that, cross the log. Isn't he that blue singer? John Little. <laughs> John Popper, you mean? or <laughs> No, Little John or Little Richard. Little Richard, oh, okay. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. <sighs> By the way, his his rap is pretty good, I'll say. Have you, have you listened to any of his stuff? What? Little no. Richard does a rap? No, Little Dicky. He's like a newer rapper. He's been out for like... I think his his album dropped last year. He's kind of got that like he, white Jewish. He went out and he had us a song with like Snoop Dogg. That's pretty funny. <clears throat> like it's pretty good. Azim so. the Moor, uh, which I love this, uh, looks Morgan awful. Freeman. <laughs> which one are you looking at? The cast? Yeah, I'm looking at the cast, and they all look oh. fucking. I just wanted to horrible. read out this title here on page three. Guy of Gisburn Mat- looks like matrimony most foul. <laughs> yeah, Guy of Gisburn <laughs> looks like Michael McDonald. Actually, that's 14. Uh, so we're looking at page 19 now. With the yeah, cast the characters. cast. M- Mortiana. M- Mortiana looks terrible. She looks like a, she looks like a jack-o'-lantern in December. <laughs> and then oh, wolf. These are just terrible. Wolf. They're all just different shades of orange. I like, really, like you could take a pumpkin. Castlevania? Didn't we have... Wait, how many games have we seen where people are orange? It was Castlevania yeah. 3. Some other games that were too insignificant. To I mean, remember. this is this reeks of of the of the problem of this era where you had a big time movie coming out and the studio went, "Oh, we need to make a game," and they probably went to a developer and said, "Here, you have you know half a million dollars or whatever to make right. a game." And but you have to have it out the day the movie comes out, right? And months. I mean, to their credit, for what this probably was, they did. A Darn good job uh, of, of like this is this is not <laughs> considering they had, they had to go see the movie in theaters with everyone as research. 
Right. And then immediately ship a game that same day. <laughs> I mean, You're just like, all right, it's, I'm going to go see the movie at nine in the morning, and we're going to have this thing ready for shipping on by midnight. This development team that knew what they were doing is what I would say. And they probably like, got voted like down every time they come up with something that was a decent idea. Yeah. Well, it looks like there are some interesting ideas implemented here. It just like, God, I don't, I don't think it's worth, you know, your time. I really think Nintendo dropped the ball on these maps, though. They're terrible. You can't read these maps, and it's, it looks like it's pretty crucial to the way this game needs to be played, and the fact that the coverage just has so many maps that are unreadable, like, ugh. The fact that you, when you look at an overhead map like this, this should be able to tell you right away, like, if everything looks the same, you're a shitty level designer. Mm-hmm. Which is no contrast between, like, the, the actual ground you're walking on and, like, obstacles. It's all, like, brown, dark brown or dark green. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the camp in flames with the cutscene of, like, not a cutscene, but just, like, you running on your horse. And all I see is fucking sand. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, someone made this with a bunch of colored sand and then took a picture of it. I think they tried real hard to stick with, like, the forest tones, but it kind of... Didn't, yeah, but it's not supposed to actually work. look like it was made with the dirt in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey uh, guys, anyway. I found the picture from the cover. It is a set photo. Take a look at the bottom of page twenty-one. It is. That's yeah. it, man. That's a set from the. That's a photo from the set. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. All right, figured out. We figured it out, guys. <laughs> look at yeah, and right beside it, you see Battle the Baron, and look at this guy holding up his sword, but he's got his other arm going over his own head. These what guys is, don't right. know how to duel. You point the sword at the other guy. The pointy end goes yeah. into the other guy. You don't stick it up in the air. It's like they're doing their best Statue of Liberty impression. They're going to do like the whole like duck walk thing where they had their, their legs apart. Like, <laughs> like they've got just walked off a horse. I mean, they got the bow-legged thing going on. They got their, their swords in the air. Are they intending to stab someone or dance? <laughs> <laughs> thou, th- thou hast been served. <laughs> oh, is it just me like on 23 i think they spelled it right but it just looks weird i, I don't think you ever see 12 written out like that <laughs> yeah that's, it's that's, 12, that's, too, that's too many consonants yeah like yeah uh, the word elf is in there yeah what? like <laughs> <laughs> it just my brain went nah, that's not right yeah you, like, yeah, you, spell, it with, yeah, right. you spell it with two numbers first this uh <laughs> these pictures they remind me of that uh Crappy uh, Richard Gere pic- uh, movie. What was it? Camelot? Camelotone? Or something like Cam- that? Hamster? <laughs> yeah. No, he played like King Arthur or something. It was like one of those romantic uh, comedy Excalibur? Romantic Ger- movies. Ger- Gerbil Quest? I guarantee he was. Gerbil Quest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having a mic. <laughs> he turned into a siren just then. <laughs> I was, I was in the middle of breathing when you made me laugh. I think it was called Camelot. Oh, okay. I don't remember, though. But yeah, anyways. Anyhow. That poor movie as well. All right. On to anybody, anything else to say about this game? Uh, shitty no. movie, shitty game. Done. Amen. Uh, I disagree about the movie, but we'll continue. All and right. Uh, on and to that's why, And that's why we're right. So, uh, <laughs> Nestor's Adventures, uh, without Howard, and uh, yeah. just to show there's no hard feelings, we get to see Nestor painting a no sign over a, over <laughs> a billboard of a bulletin, which is wow. oddly lit up, pretty well lit for something at street level. Yeah. But 
And then it should, then we get to see Howard taken off into the sunset unceremoniously again. And Nestor's revealing his big secret. The bow tie was a clip-on. He knew it was too good to be real. Then it says, back in the real world, so where the hell was Nestor before? Was he in imagination land? Or? Anyway, he says, Nestor takes a summer job at Camp Wampaho as the official video game counselor for $25 and three game packs a week. So they pay him in cartridges? That's how I pay the kids I catch in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to see this kid with a uh, bit of a buzz cut, like a long buzz cut going on. He's saying it all began 10 years ago when radioactive sludge from the Amityville nuclear facility spread across Lake Wampaho, killing all the fish except one. That one trout gobbled the plutonium and grew and grew until he was the size of a submarine and it started swallowing people. And then one of the kids says, Oh, I bet you wouldn't be afraid of the Lake Wampaho mutant monster trout, huh? And then Nestor's like, Don't make me laugh. Did I ever tell you about the time I stole a Russian submarine? It was the Red October, the most righteous Russian sub in <laughs> history. Then the next page shows his navigation chart that he took, and it looks like, well, basically Christmas lights. <laughs> Over wait, the wait. The Russians threw everything they had at me. Boats, subs, planes, choppers, Gorby dolls. <laughs> the works. Uh... Maybe, is that a Gore Vidal joke or a Gorbachev joke? Gorbachev. Yeah, oh, Gorbachev. Right. Oh, Gorbachev. I like the idea of Gore Vidal's where they send they they send a homosexual <laughs> they, send they sent a homosexual playwright after him to to take him down. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll write your life story. Okay, well that 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 all right. be Then he got smart. What did you do? I parked that baby under an iceberg and took the enemy out one by one. They couldn't tell the sub from the ice. Pretty cool, huh? Well, I guess you're brave. Are you kidding? I eat cowardice for lunch. All right. Uh, oh. Then how would you like to take a swim in the lake with this trout monster thing? Uh, and he says, uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, go, go for a swim in the lake. You expect me to believe that stupid fish story? Um, and he's looking down. It's too dangerous to go swimming 30 minutes after roasting marshmallows. What's weird is all of a sudden it's daylight, like, even though they're supposed to be... I mean, I guess they couldn't really animate the fish in, in the night. Yeah, you know, and then we get to up. see, like, the gayest fish I've ever seen. <laughs> he's like not gay. He's pink with a yellow fluorescent stripe. That's because he's radioactive and awesome. green fins. He's 90s fish. <laughs> and he's rad he fish. Has, he says if he has to eat one more kid bone, he'll barf. But one more bony you know? kid. Oh. So apparently, if, ne kid if, if Nestor, I said it, I said it the way I meant. All right, so <laughs> he eats one more kid's boner, he'll barf. I don't get this. Like I don't. So like, I think the there's only no moral or no, anything. The only this. tip like, here was like in Red October, where go under the iceberg, yeah, hide under an iceberg, and the rest of it is just way too much filler. So. Yeah, and that shows you like how wrong that game was compared to the movie. Because like, <laughs> yeah, that just shows you how shitty the fucking game is. If they just yeah. figured, let's just throw in some sub. Well, let's just throw in some subplot about a uh, uh, radioactive gay fish. Well, right, and I guess that's like the problem. The movie's great. It's probably my one of my favorite. Um, the best, the best, movies. the best Scottish Russian you've ever seen. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean that that movie. I mean it has. Uh, you know Sean Connery and his comical accent, of course. I'm gonna but, slap you know, that American shove like a fucking whore. He actually 
does do a pretty oh, good Russian. Shot us from the rear, just like a wop. He, he does do pretty good with his Russian. But um, Sam Sam Neal's in it. Tim Curry, uh, Alec Baldwin, James Earl Jones. Uh, like a lot of really good acting. I mean, like, and that book is. I mean, if you're looking for a book to kind of get into, you know, give Tom Clancy a try, um, it's probably uh, the one I would start with. So it's not all hanging. Oh, from the Tom seat. Clancy with his <laughs> greasy hair and his diggle mustache. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I give up. <laughs> I, I read all of Tom Clancy's stuff. Uh, Calls himself a man, but he doesn't even ever have one domestic abuse charge on him. His best, Tom Clancy's best is probably Red Storm Rising, but, um... Man talk. Yeah, anyway. Is that supposed to be like a a talk show with dudes just broing out? No, it's a clip from an old James Bond film where he's, like, uh, introducing his, like, uh, piece of ass to uh, Felix, the USA agent. Felix, meet Kiki. Kiki, Felix. And then he just slaps her on the ass. And he's like, Kiki, man talk. <laughs> just like sends her away. Man talk, the mind taker. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Bye, old, old James Bond, he's an incredibly like misogynistic character. Like, yes. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay. The, it's just like that's. Because he puts them in their place. And that's, and that's okay, what everyone And now wants. you're playing with power, everyone. <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's comically so. It's just like absolutely make misogyny great again. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, just just wait. You'll see Trump do it at a rally. <laughs> Ivanka, whap, man talk. Hey, he's already talking about boning his own kid, and people love him. So apparently, there's no limit to what the American people will take from their morons. Yeah. All right, All right, try there. There, you know, people might like him. You know, like I don't. Want Who to wouldn't want to bang his daughter? How can you blame him? That's right. <sighs> yeah, Moving that was on. so creepy. Anyway, yeah, we have right. rocking cats, which uh, I never heard of this, but it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. I would have watched. It says they're only on the NES, but you might expect them to see on Saturday morning TV. <laughs> Did we? Right. No, I don't think so. <laughs> And it's already got like a a, a three time a thir- three times the better memory chip than mm-hmm. than Throbbing Wood and Throbbing Hood, yeah, Throbbing Hood. I said Throbbing Wood. No, same thing. Yeah. So well, is that like that ran after that ran after the chain strings? What is a throbbing? What is a man's erection? A hood could be a woman's clitoris. So there's wow, two different genders. Hood is is Throbbing Hood just means he's not circumcised. That was. <laughs> That was in the double feature with Lord of the G-Strings on Showmax. <laughs> with the Throbbits. Yeah, the Throbbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dild- was it Dildo Saggins? Dildo- <laughs> yeah, Dildo Baggins. Or, yeah. yeah, they had to... The, and, uh, um, and then they had Men in Black Men later. <laughs> <laughs> men in Blacks. Uh, all right, anyway. We I actually did see the Lord of the G-Strings. I've seen Lord of the G-Strings at one point or another. I yeah. had a uh, uh, one of those like um, video rental passes to a Hollywood video, where <laughs> I was just like getting the, you know DVD movies and like copying them and, and then coming back the next day. Well, eventually like, you run out of like good movies, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be a laugh to rent uh, Lord of the G-Strings, which was there. And it wasn't like the X-rated version. They had like taken out all like the, the sex scenes and stuff. Whoa. Oh. 
So oh. it was like just the horrible plot. Oh no! Oh, thank you. Oh, oh god, that sounds gosh. awful. Well, it was pretty. It was pretty bad, but it was hilarious. Yep. So uh, back to Rocking Cats, we see this guy <laughs> kind of looking at a girl, except his back is turned to her, so it looks like they're posing for like one of those like, oh, these two aren't going to get along, but. How they go, uh, maybe young love is gonna bloom. Find out on CBS. It's like it's like the buddy cop like uh, yeah. you know movie poster. And then we've got this guy with a uh, fedora, this bulldog with a fedora. So of course he's a dog and they're cats. So he's the bad guy. And right. uh, then we see uh, a cat giving a speech, and he's above this countdown thing, which kind of looks like crosshairs. <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> so apparently you're Lee Harvey. Mouse wall, <laughs> and you're going to be taking out the the cat. So what's the point? You're you're spending the whole game trying to like bang your other cat. Pussy Is that like the? I wonder if they have like you know like have you ever heard yeah. cats having sex? <laughs> right. I, I wonder if there's awful. like an eight bit version of that like that screeches <laughs> through uh, here. Well, we we see we see at the bottom awful. he's got a boxing glove on a gun. Which apparently is a metaphor for his barbed needle sharp dick. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, what I like is we get to see them at a uh, at a bar, and there's a, the dog is the waiter, and uh, he's got like stitches on him, so I guess that means he's a thug. And he's got a table with some glasses, and underneath is a gun aimed right at the cat. And apparently he doesn't kill him because we get to see him <laughs> doing other stuff in the game, but we get to see the cats. And the woman is thinking about uh, them kissing in front of the Statue of Liberty, except the woman that he's on at dinner with is uh, a pink cat with blonde hair, and the woman he's making out with is a white cat with red hair. So well, apparently she's... Homie don't, apparently, homie don't play. Like, homie gets around, man. Yeah, like, right. Either that or she gets off on being cuckolded. <laughs> I don't think that works. I think that works the other way. Cuckold, I mean, can, does it ever work that version? way? Yeah, it's, it's only the it's only the chick cheating. There's, no, there's, I don't think it's a gender-exclusive term. Uh, it's cuckold. Uh, not, it's cuckold, not cockold, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she says time and time again that Oaf Muggsy takes me to his hidden headquarters and Willie has to come to my rescue. When will he get the idea that we just want to be left alone? <laughs> I know, it's typical Bowser syndrome. Mario, why the fuck do you keep showing up? She came to my castle, okay? So I take this as neither... None of us have played this game either. It looks like, no, but... it looks like a playable game. Look at the variety of uh, enemies and weapons. I, like, well, like yeah, I can tell you why, why the dog didn't kill the cat with a gun right there. It's because it doesn't shoot bullets. It shoots a, a spring-loaded uh, <laughs> boxing glove. He could have still yeah, sucker yeah. punched him with it. <laughs> right. Give him yeah. a nice donkey punch. So that's the main um, action in the game is that kind of punch with the, with the pistol that has the boxing glove on the end of it. You can punch and jump, do a smash attack. There's all different ways if you, of using if it. If you look up at, at the pipe up, pipe down, or 1-4, it shows him shooting it diagonally. And it almost looks mm-hmm. like he could latch onto things like Bionic Commando, but no. So we it don't looks go like with that. The, the game yeah, comes. The game is a series of channels that you have to play through. So, like, the first channel is Downtown Street, uh, where you have to fight your way, like, through the subway and things like that. Uh, 
And then, like, Channel 2, it's a flying sky ace channel. Uh, so, like, I guess the game jumps around based on that. Let's see. Channel 3 is a playland, so it's kind of like your, you know, Disneyland or something like that. I think Tiny Toons. Didn't they Tiny Toons did some, do something like this? Probably. Yeah, I kind of remember something like that. And then, so, Week 4 is a Western. Or Channel 4 is a... Is a I like the power-ups, where you get to see uh, twin balls. <laughs> Hell Yeah. And then right next is jet sneakers. So, uh, you know, you get that extra boost jump so you can live out your favorite scene from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. They have it. The store that's is right, like a home jump. shopping channel on your on your um, TV. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of cool. And they have bonus games you can play as well. Yeah. On a different so channel. Pipe toss, which is like, you know, my dating move. So <laughs> throwing the old hot dog down the hallway. Yeah, it rattles around in there because it's super tiny. <laughs> Alright. Or the vagine is very big. <laughs> to my penis isn't small, you have an abnormally large <laughs> vagina. <laughs> there you go. Alright. Um anything else here? Uh, yeah, they just go with the different channels or levels basically. Mm-hmm. Um and they're all variants of either the um of, of the uh, platforming, it looks like. And the best part is, is apparently a. Uh, it says like it's not quite over after episode five. Watch the credits and get ready to play. F- get ready for a super challenging special. Who knows how long this can go on? <laughs> so, thank you. Look at page thirty-one. That boss looks exactly like Bowser in Super Mario World, but it's like a dog head with with like a clown in it instead of Bowser oh, instead of the cloud whatever or the not it was cloud car what is it um yeah his you know smiley cop yeah, that looks smiley cop I mean like that this came out before that game and it it is uncanny how similar that is to the final boss of Super Mario I mean that's kind of interesting I guess I thought they had that in uh Super Mario Brothers 3 No uh, no this no? no this looks like Bowser's smiley copter from Super Mario World Oh uh, okay I can always get those two mixed up for some reason All anyway right. yeah anything else to talk here big eagle with a big rock what is it this looks like he's pooping on you in the one one image it's <laughs> just a fist he looks yeah. like he's trying to fist him there <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then the, channel five is the final boss which they don't do a preview of so you uh, take on. It, i thought it was the, the big gorilla yeah, the gangster gorilla yeah, it says it wraps. It doesn't. It doesn't tell you how to play it. Is what I'm saying. Like, oh, no, of course like, not. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, because fuck you. That's why. Right. <laughs> it, it's only the last level in the game, the most challenging one. So why would they want to give you any help? <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to classified information. Uh, uh, the first thing I'm looking at is the Lone Ranger, which looks like it has a logo <laughs> in the logo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it being pink from playing the game, but suddenly like the, the, <laughs> the bone ranger, the bullet is pink now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. It's a pocket rocket. Uh, that's that's the only thing of note <laughs> that I see here. Oh well, I'm looking at low G man, and I'm just thinking like we're just looking at all the screenshots, the cutscenes. Is there enough purple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never, never enough. Let's see, WrestleMania. You can. Pull in a partner? Is that, is yeah, it tells you when you're playing a, a tag team, there's a way to get um, your your tag partner in the ring at the same time rather than alternating. So you oh, can do cool. a two I on like one. That, yeah, because like, I remember watching you know wrestling at, at this time. This was sort of when I started to phase into watching uh, wrestling. 
And that was always the move. Like, a, they would, you know, distract the ref and they would have yep. two people in there. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, you know, like, that's kind of cool that they, they included that, you know, for... I'm, I'm hoping that you just are able to do it briefly and then the other guy gets thrown out or, you know, whatever, but, you know. Yeah, and it says, if you'd like your partner to do some dirty work outside of the ring, <laughs> press the beep button and select button at the same time. So it, it basically means, like, your, your tag team partner would go and attack their tag team partner while you're wrestling in the ring. So that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, is that enough for everyone there? Anything yes. else there? All right. On to Little Mermaid coverage. Uh, which, I don't remember this at all. I Like, I don't... Maybe just because of... I mean, obviously, the movie's amazing, but... Um, I just wonder, by these screenshots, why is her hair purple? <laughs> I don't know. I know that it's red because I'm looking at the other screen prints and all the artwork, which is nice, Well, is red. I just wonder if they have a limit on the number of colors they can use because she has like the purple bra. And so maybe they figure this Seb- match that. Sebastian or what other crabs, they seem purple. So you guys are way more into her than my version of the mermaid, though, like with the human legs. Well, um, well fish head. We've, we've covered this, I believe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the carpet matches the cloaca here. <laughs> All right. Well, so, I think they didn't use red because if you look at the on the on the right here, it's it's a fish out of water. The little screenshot. So the 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 ship in the background is kind of that reddish brown, and if you, because she has the purple hair, it's got a more distinct. Uh, I think this is kind of there. unfortunate, like the that the movie came out when it did in the cycle of Nintendos because Aladdin is considered one of the best Super Nintendo games, well, but this is definitely definitely yeah. not remembered in the pantheon of great. Nintendo games, so it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it just came too late w- to the party. There were they were making some very good, uh, like you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Content, I guess. I don't know. Making some very games? good. Well, we got games. the uh, they did the Disney Afternoon games, Tailspin, Rescue right. Rangers, Darkwing Duck. But I'm talking about the Disney Renaissance. Like there were quite a few games that were you know pretty excellent games for they the don't era. Mention, but this would have rocked. Say here, is this made by uh, Capcom? Yep. This would have rocked with a Super Nintendo treatment. Let me see if I scroll down because they have that like it's Capcom chart at the end. It says right at the beginning. I don't see it now. It's Capcom. I I scrolled all the way. Disney produced a movie about a mermaid with a magical voice. Now Ariel is prepared to swim her way home into your home in Capcom's new NES game. I do like they have shark bait in here, which is like way pre Nemo. So (laughs) this is strange. The power (laughs) the uh, the power it's got a one meg memory. But it just says MMC, like the mega memory chip, but no number. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a publishing error because it's also missing the developer because it normally put the developer name in there as well. That's why I was looking for it. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't have the info. Like, obviously, they knew who the developer was, but, like, you know, maybe they screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah, they knew they know the developer. It's Disney. They got, Capcom's got the license at this time. I don't remember this game. I don't remember playing it. I don't, Mm-mm. I have never read anything about it. Um, which is really bad prep on my part, but Little Mermaid Nest. Why don't you guys talk a little bit? I'll see what the critical response was. Oh, sure. Let's talk about the uh, the next great video movie, video game adaptation. Oh, Bill and Ted. Okay. That helps me. That really helps me. I was hoping you would talk I can, about the game Yeah, I can, I can regale you with one story about Little Mermaid. So what, across the street from Disneyland, they have California Adventure, and they have sort of like a movie-making uh, area where you can kind of go and participate in certain things. And uh, one of them is 
it, they've got these little like ha this hallway with different like scenes from movies like playing over and over again and the concept is like you can you read some lines into it and then it play ba plays back the movie with your voice oh that's kind of cool so i did that i think with the um ursula <laughs> um, oh, you poor uh, unfortunate souls! Yeah, and you have to do like the evil laugh at the end. So, I love the. I um, scared a couple kids, so it was pretty. I thought it was pretty successful. <laughs> I love the uh, the conspiracy theories with like the penis on the cover and the the <laughs> the priest has a boner during the uh, weddings scene. Well, I love I love the well those are theories but I love the truth that Ursula was named after John Waters' favorite drag queen Divine. <laughs> that that's and you get to see a picture of Divine and it is friggin' Ursula like they they friggin' nailed it perfectly. Nice. So Ursula is a drag queen because Disney thought Let's just make a family movie featuring a disgusting drag queen that eats poop in a John Waters movie. <laughs> Lovely. She actually ate a shit sandwich. Gross. Because John Waters is fucking mental. Alright, so uh, I found a, I found a review of the game because I couldn't find much, but there's a Nintendo there's a blog, Nintendo blog, and it says it gave it a five and a half out of ten. Little Mermaid is an exceptionally average game. While the graphics are some of the best on the NES, the game is extremely easy and short, and the music is forgettable. Nothing stands out about the game other than how you attack the enemies. After you play it once, you won't have any desire to play it again. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like the advice here on page 41 when it talks about beating Ursula. Tame the fierce fish with your fin flip and fire the bubbles directly at her triple chin. <laughs> She'll light up like a pinball machine when you beat her. That's nice. Quit fat shaming our villains. <laughs> Just go right for the triple chin. Triple chin. There you go. All right. So we move on to the next one. Yep, we got yep. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from LJN, which I figured out what that means. Let's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, LGN has been acquired, aka remerged with Acclaim. So Acclaim is the new name to watch out for. Yeah. And yeah. This <laughs> the short version of this is this game will give you cancer. One so. meg, one meg memory, and MMC one chip. So the least amount of memory or processing possible because they care. <laughs> So they have a. Uh, I'm looking through the second page here for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The, they have a giant map of the entire yeah, town. That's kind of helpful, except there's nothing in the town. It's just like giant green spaces. Yeah, it's fucking empty. Huh. Yeah, it's good. Well, they've got two football fields randomly. Peasant Bay. <laughs> Peasant <laughs> no, Bay. Uh, no game or goalposts or anything. A textbook in medieval England, which you could read because obviously they spoke English back in the 12th century instead of German. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is just going over the different uh, areas of the world. I guess you start off in Old England. Watch out! You for go, so you go through and collect the. Watch out for the rapids, you go through Sir Ted. Collect the different historical figures, like you, like they did in the movie. I, I okay. guess is the point. So it's isometric, uh, somewhat of an action game. I'm uh, guessing. I don't know. Like, there's it's LJN. There's no way the, I'm going to play it. The, gra <laughs> the headshots here are oh, yeah, same level of quality as uh, as Robin Hood's. 
Yeah, the only thing that makes this re- interesting at all is that they have screenshots from the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to play this so game. We get, we at get all. to see a cowboy who looks like Doctor Who, which is <laughs> uh, which is fitting since this whole movie is a ripoff of Doctor Who. Well, oh, oh come, I don't know. Come on, uh, time well, traveling phone booth with yeah. stoners. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then they are hanging out with Socrates in front of a, a brazier. So crates. So crates? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like crates full of so? It's just what anyway. it's called. Um, uh, next coverage? Is that where we're going to go along here? Hold on, I'm going to talk about those last two photos here. Uh, George okay. Carlin saying be excellent to each other. I love George. Besides that. The Wild Stallions. Got the, uh, I'm confused about who's on the right side of the... The caveman photo. It's got two cavemen arguing, and I see Ted, but I don't know who the person in the red jacket is. Uh, must David be Billy Bowie. the Kid. In the red jacket? Yeah, because he's a cowboy, isn't he? He's wearing, but he's wearing the duster in the other photo. Well, I think it's a behind-the-scenes photo. If you ask me, I'm looking at this, uh, the one with the wild stallions, and who, who the heck is that I think woman it's, with the really I think short it's, hair? Wait, who's Bill? Keanu Reeves is. Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Ted with Keanu's jacket on for some reason. Oh, maybe. Did they swap clothes in the movie? No, but I mean, just hmm. for this shot, because it looks like his hair, but Ted's jacket or Bill's jacket. I mean, sorry. Hmm. Maybe. Anyway, now Wild Stallions can rock out in concert, and it's got the three people from the future. Yeah. With their and Keanu <laughs> Reeves, bad Keanu Reeves, awesomely has a Mickey Mouse shirt. Hmm. And he's got like he's got, a, he's got a thing on his uh, pants saying "Save the humans" <laughs> <laughs> instead of "Save the whales," I guess. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> nuke the whales? You can't possibly mean that. Eh, I gotta nuke something. And then we see Alex <laughs> Winters with a with a heavy metal shirt. I don't know if it says Wonder Bread mm. on it or something. I thought it said Motorhead. Uh, that would make more sense than Wonder Bread. All, All right. right, next up, finally, this is the good stuff about this issue. Oh, we yeah. have the. Future gaming, <laughs> the only re- Nintendo, the only redeeming quality of this issue. <laughs> oh man, the, pr- the delicious previews of what's coming on the Super Nintendo, so awesome! Finally, they've given us a taste of what the the real games coming out for this are like, mm-hmm. um, and, and not just some of the the tech demos they have. Um, so they show us screenshots from Actraiser, F Zero, Super Mario World, uh, Gradius Three, Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings, um, Super Ghosts and Goblins, Super Ghosts and Goblins, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the poster for the issue is like a whole bunch of the games, right? Twenty nine games that may wake mm-hmm. their may 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 make their way to the Super NES. Okay, so I don't know why they decided to do the titles in red for the games because it makes them almost impossible to read in certain backgrounds. I like the picture of Final yeah. Fight where it looks like Cody is just Rochambeauing on Dory. <laughs> yeah. Why nice. the hell would it be called Augusta Golf and not the Masters? Anyway, okay. And it Probably says Masters the in the top. Oh, yeah, but it, it says it says Masters in the top right of that screen. Like, yeah, I just yeah, want to know what, Masters. Did anybody play Gadulin? Because it looks like this. It looks like Seventh Saga. But I never heard of this game, Gadulin by Sata. Take a look at the title for for uh, Link to the Past. They just straight up called it Zelda Three. I would have been <laughs> fine with that. I like the I like the porn version Jumbo Ozagi's hole in one. 
Yeah. Uh, and then anyway, we, uh, okay. We so see Legend of the Mystical Ninja. I think I played this game and it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Populous, which looks like Animal Crossing mixed with Nobunaga's Ambition. Donald Trump's least favorite game, UN Squad- Squadron. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Big Run, which looks like a border crossing game, which he would hate as well. D-Force, D- <laughs> D- which looks like a Super Nintendo version of 1942. No, that's my dating move. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this game I never heard of, bon- bom- Bomboozle. Bomboozle? Bamboozled? Looks kind of like a caricature of a yeah, well, someone in blackface. He, yeah, he doesn't look blackface. Yeah, it's like it. it's like Mister the Seven Up Spots, like like African American cousin. <laughs> there you go. All right. Anyway, okay. Yeah, Found Fancy Two. So Check back to out. the coverage of the game. What do we What do we see here? Let's see. They're basically um, talking about different features of uh, the system. So they talk about uh, well, the sound, teams, the ability to rot- rotate. Or, or flip the screen, scaling, animation, huge You can have a, a 120, 28 at a time. Mm-hmm. And you can have multiple scrolling backgrounds for that feeling of depth. Right. And talk about the sound capabilities. In. And then I call BS on the animation claim that they say that they can hit 60 frames a second because... I don't think that the Super Nintendo was hitting 60 frames a second. No, that's not happening. <laughs> no. I mean, it was a very solid system. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, it looked fine. But 60 frames a second, that's kind of ridiculous. Well, uh, it, yeah, one, thing it did, one thing it did manage to get rid of that uh, I never noticed in the Super Nintendo was the absence of flicker. Because it says here, the Super Nintendo has a resolution of 512 by 448 pixels. And characters can be as large as 128 by 128. You'll see some pretty impressive enemies, like from Gradius. It's got to be bigger than 128. I thought you were talking about how it didn't have that horse movie on it. That's (laughs) Flicka, you fucking (laughs) asshole. <laughs> the enemies will be able to Flicker is also John's uh, dating move. <laughs> no, that's what girls see. That's what girls do when they see my profile. They flick it to the reject file. Oh. No, that's yeah. when he like tries to hang out with the horses, but he obviously like doesn't get their culture and he's like, "What up, my Flicker?" <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he, does, right. and he doesn't get why they just shun him or kick him. Uh, for the rotation thing, they use F Zero, which that game definitely has a lot of the rotation element as as you go around um, turns and corners. And then when you win the game, like when you finish the races, it does a whole rotational thing. Um, yeah, so that's probably a good good game to point out the uh, rotational aspects and scaling. Pilot Wings, they use that because there's a lot of like scaling stuff that Pilot Pilot Wings does on with like. Um, how the backgrounds scale as you as you get closer and fall and you know get closer to them. So, though Ben hated Pilot Wings, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I said it wasn't worthy of the uh, the heaping amounts of praise you were putting onto it. I well maybe because I, this is when I started playing games. So like you know <laughs> right. me and my me and my friends would only have you know two three four games like Fair so. Enough. You know, oh look what like this game can make it like you're flying a plane. Like I mean, that's crazy. That mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, yeah. Obviously, today it's like, oh, what is this fucking boring skydiving like tech <laughs> demo? Of course, it's terrible now. Like, but okay. I, anyway, now I hear you. For its time, it was uh, revolutionary. So, uh, and then let's see, sound. 
one of the abilities require give it. I don't know what it's saying. It's not saying anything about the, like the sound chip capabilities. It's it just, just says saying. it sounds as real as anything you hear on television, which I they they talked about this last time, and I, I find I, I call bullshit on it. Yeah, they were saying CD quality sound. Like, it's no, not. No. Like I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, and they they're saying that you can do transparent layering, so like you can see through foreground objects, which obviously Super Mario World had a lot of that with the ghost. Right. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, should we wrap up the first half here? Or do you want to just power through and just do like one? Mm, the format's pretty good at breaking. Okay, let's break, and then we'll have a quick little second half because there's not too much here for the second. But okay. All right, um, fans out there, if you would like to find us in between episodes, please reach out to us on Facebook. Look for the Playing with Power podcast, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Get the Power eighty eight. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Uh, no. Okay, please head out to iTunes and give us a rating and review. And until next time. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing Power with Podcast. It's a... What did I say? (laughs) This is all okay, I'll start again. Moment of silence. Okay. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. Two.